0: Have you ever wondered why some entrepreneurs seemingly catapult to the top in a short period of time, while others take years or even give up on their dreams? The fastest path to success is positioning yourself as an authority. Follow me on my journey to build my online dream business as I interview successful entrepreneurs, uncover marketing strategies to grow your business, and help position you as the authority. I'm Steph Shinneberry, and this is The Authority Marketing Edge. Welcome to Authority Marketing Edge. Today I am so excited to have as my guest Stacy Hall. I met Stacy at a business mastermind several months ago and we became really good friends. Stacy wrote the book, Attracting Perfect Customers The Power of St- Strategic Synchronicity. Stacy is known as the Go for Yes Girl. She believes you deserve more time freedom to express your creativity and an abundant income from doing what makes you happy. More than 20 years ago, she said no to her boss and goodbye to the nine to five grind and never looked back and started saying yes to herself. She's been called a powerhouse of positive change and has supported thousands of clients who are now happily in charge of their own careers and businesses. She provides insights and easy tips to help you attract buyers for your own business daily without ever getting rejected. This is how all the top earners online get sales and signups with ease and how you can too.
1: Welcome to the podcast, Stacey. Oh, Steph, it's wonderful to be here. And That was some introduction. Thank you. So good to have you here. I'm,
0: I'm excited to do this. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about your journey from saying no to the nine to five and yes to yourself
1: to the online journey well yes and and nothing was if i was as surprised as anybody because i loved the corporate world i mean that's what I i went to school for advertising marketing radio and television production public relations always expected i would work for an organization but doing work that was going to help the company serve the community not just make money And uh, I had some really wonderful corporate experiences. But then I had an idea pop into my head, an entrepreneurial idea um, that I realized that in a lot of ways my job was a lot more management of details than actually making a difference. I mean, ultimately the difference got made, There was a lot of managing details and organ communication between people and running around. And, and I thought, you know, I'm spending 80 hours a week. Cause I was, this was a while ago, but it was 80 hours a week. And although I was making lots of great money, I didn't really have a personal life. And I thought, you know, people could use an assistant, the kinds of things that I do, even though it was in communications, it could translate to anything. So I started an entrepreneurial business like a, uh, a personal assistant for hire, for people who couldn't afford one full-time, so before the days of virtual assistants. I was an actual personal assistant working from home in my hours, been helping people out, making a lot of money. And then the economy changed, uh, a couple of times and when the economy changed people didn't need their own personal assistant when they got fired so that was my first foray into it but as a result of that I was able to start coaching people who were in entrepreneurship on how to kind of roll with the tide and how to stay in alignment with themselves and not be sh- not be inconsistent let's put it that way how to be continuously consistent doing what makes you happy and and coaching just became the right thing to do not because i couldn't do but because i learned from what i did do and i knew that i would eventually go back and have another business opportunity and now i'm actually a leader in four business opportunities Using the same skills that I always have, which is knowing who my audience is and how to serve them.
0: Ah, uh, that's that's awesome. That is that's a that's quite a story. So, so thanks. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this, and I I think I might even know what it is. But what is what is a challenge that you have overcome, and the lesson that you learned from it?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I I touched on it, and it's when the economy decides to shift or the environment starts to shift and I have no control over it. Mm -hmm. Learning how to have control over me Mm -hmm. so that I know that I'm fine. That, okay, whatever I've just experienced, whatever success I had, things have shifted. If I could do it before, I can do it again. It just means that I'm in a different cycle. And so one of the ways that I'm able to come back to center, if you will, is by looking at nature. Mm -hmm. And I I have two metaphors that I rely on. One is nature, one is a lighthouse. And We can talk about the lighthouse Mm -hmm. later, but for Mm -hmm. nature, everything goes in a cycle. Seeding, sprouting, blooming, and harvesting, and then rusting so when things shift and all of a sudden i find myself not making the sales that i was i go all right i'm in a resting stage that harvest is ended mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's the end it means it's time to rejuvenate re-nourish rethink about where do i want to plant the next seeds what are the seeds i'm going to plant and so i can still be active when what was happening isn't happening anymore, does that yeah translate? Absolutely.
0: I think I do remember. I remember some of this in your in your Cheetah B book. Yes, even, in my book, even, my second I didn't even book. mention yeah. that one. So Which yeah,
1: was, well, that's the book that got written when everything shifted yeah. Yeah. on me, and I had to find a way to bring myself back up and and stop selling out on myself like a failure. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I it's I wasn't a failure because the world changed. And that's what I realized wait a second the world changed what I was doing before can't do it now doesn't mean there isn't something else I can do yeah what is it gonna be what it can I take from what I've been through and, and make it into something new Which so is- that was the challenge and it's happened a few times as long as I've been alive And now it's just like, I hate when it happens again, but I know it's going to happen again. And I'm ready to pick myself back up and keep going. Yeah, Uh,
0: that's,
1: it's kind of like what's going on now. I mean, exactly what's going on now. And it'll happen again if I live long enough to, you know, it's, it's just what is I, I am, I'm the center of my universe, but I'm not the center of the universe. And so there you go. Right.
0: Yeah. I love it. Okay. I want to ask you this question as it relates to your business. If you had a time machine and started it all over <laughs> again, what would you do differently?
1: I would, I would do what I just shared. Not, okay. I'm being redundant and yeah. I'll give it a little bit of extra here. I spent too much time early in my career thinking there was something wrong with me when Things shifted or changed that I somehow didn't deserve the success or that I had screwed it up somehow mm-hmm. too many years, too many times and wasted time getting back, getting my head straight again, if you will re- revalidating myself recognizing what I had actually learned and that I could move forward and, and I'm going to tell you exactly where I learned this from. There's a fabulous book called the secrets of the vine by Bruce Wilkinson and it has nothing to do with business and has everything to do with business. It has everything to do with life. Because when I say it has nothing to do with business, he's actually talking about Jesus's last sermon on the Mount, Right. but he wasn't actually on the Mount. He was at the base of the Mount in a vineyard and bruce wilkinson like one day it just hit it was like why did he choose to stop in the vineyard and why were his metaphors jesus's metaphors related to that and so bruce decided to study what it takes to be a vine master to grow grapes for wine Mm. and found some amazing metaphors for life and i've just started Mm. using them for my relationship and business which is after you've had a harvest, whether you think it's a big harvest or not, doesn't matter. If you've harvested, it's time to cut your branches all the way back to the stock, because if you let them keep growing, they're just gonna get spindly, the grapes are gonna shrivel up, they're gonna fall into the dirt, you're not gonna get another big harvest. So the vines have to get cut all the way back to the main stock, so that all the energy is Put into rejuvenating the stock to reproduce new branches. Isn't that cool?
0: Yeah, it is cool. It is cool. That's that's awesome. I may have to check that book out.
1: Oh, it's fat. it's a little bitty book. You can read it in one sitting. Yeah. But that's I'm like, and you would never think that the that the uh, grape stock, right, the vine stock, mm-hmm. did anything wrong because it was cut back. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's the exact opposite. They did something really good. They expended their energy. They got a result. Now it's time to go all the way back, right? Conserve and start again. Makes sense, yeah. And that was the day when I finished reading that book. I went, No more feeling like I did anything wrong,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, that's that's cool. I'm gonna have to check that out. I love it.
1: You're welcome.
0: What are your top three tips, uh, for somebody that's just starting out? or, or even one tip, but, t- but I would say like e- even a mixture of mindset and marketing.
1: That's thank you. Um, gave me a sec to uh, think about that. So the first is to be in alignment with ourselves and what that means. And, and I mentioned it earlier, that lighthouse principle is exactly what this is. A lighthouse does not compare itself to other lighthouses they do the same thing their job is the same but each lighthouse has got its own spot it to stand on its own markings its own signal and it never worries if there's no boats out at sea that need it at a given time it is consistent in providing the service And it's there knowing, right? Somebody put it there knowing that eventually there would be boats that need it. I believe that too often business folks do not trust in the service they're destined to give, that they were inspired to give, when it seems like there's no one around to receive it. Instead of trusting that someone's gonna show up they would not have been given this inspiration to do their business the way they wanted to, if there weren't people to be served by it. Right. So that's number one tip. Right.
0: Can I just, let me just add, add this. So basically what you're saying is the lighthouse is going to stand where it is and keep shining its light. Compared to, so if we're out there, instead of changing our message or running to a different platform or talking to different people, we keep our message the same. We keep our, we keep putting our light out there and they're going to find us. Yes. Yes. I love yes.
1: that. Okay. Second tip has to do with the message. So thank you for bringing that up. We have to be able to explain our message quickly. Okay. Okay my message is that I support my clients to be clear about their legacy. So it lives on after they're gone. Pretty clear, right? Somebody who wants to leave a legacy, doesn't know how to do it is going to come to me. There's my message. But if I started to say, well, I wanna work with people who, um, you know, they wanna make a difference in the world. And, um, you know, cause I've wanted to make a difference in the world. It's really important to me that people be able to make a difference in the world. And um, you get what I'm saying. And how often have we heard that? Because the person, the business person has not taken the time to do two things. Identify the problem their audience has And the number one way they want that problem to be solved Mm -hmm. it's that simple my audience has a problem they want to live on after they're gone they don't know how to do it they don't know how to make that happen and that's my answer so that's the number two tip if you cannot very quickly tell somebody I understand what your problem is and what you want, and I'm gonna help you get it, then that's why you don't have anybody coming to you. They have no clue what you do. Right, I love it. Okay, and the third is throwing what we have out to everybody who comes by and buying into the concept of going for no. Just tell everybody just tell everybody and if they say no to you it's okay it's just going to help you get a thicker skin and you'll learn how to be able to overcome rejection in no time as opposed to let me find out do you have this problem you know so steph i know you do not you you wouldn't be a client of mine we're friends because you're very clear of the legacy you wanna leave and you already know how you're gonna leave it. You don't need me to help you with that. So I don't need to pitch you who I am. We got just like, you said what you do, I said what I do, and immediately we just became friends. It's like, there's okay, but there are other people who will, I'll come across and meet on Facebook in person and we say what we do and they immediately say to me, How do you do what you do Stacy? Wow. I want to be able to leave something after I go, how do you do that? Those are the people that I then answer the question, how I do it. I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a, that's, that's a system right there. It is. It's my system. system. Yeah. It's called the
1: go for yes strategy. It's alignment plus belief times consistency equals sales satisfaction and success
0: dang i love it
1: this lady knows what
0: she wants to do thank you her legacy i love it so um okay well that's so is there anything else that that you would like to share with with the audience that that i didn't ask or um or where you're going next yeah i know
1: well i think you've covered it all where i'm going next is continuing to teach these principles of go for yes, because we've been taught the myths in business of sales. Um, I There are people who love the challenge of no. I'm not telling them they're wrong. If you love that, go do it. If that's what you're in alignment with, go have fun. But I know about three quarters of people in business cringe at sales because they don't wanna hear the no. And when they hear they have to get out of their comfort zone to be successful, they just don't move, they're frozen. Right. And I'm here to say, I don't get out of my comfort zone. And and I'm taking a lot of heat for that, by the way, because when I say to people, how far out of alignment with yourself are you willing to go to get out of your comfort zone? Every person will say to me, I'm not, I'm gonna stay in alignment. Well, you can't get out of your comfort zone and stay in alignment so staying in your comfort zone staying in alignment does not mean that you stay small it just means you just keep expanding what's comfortable for you right and uh, I'm proof of that yeah, yeah yeah Nice. as all my clients are so that's what I wanted to share
0: yeah I love that so Stacy where can they find you
1: well, I'm pretty easy to find on the internet. It's go for yes with Stacy Hall. Stacy. The hardest part is putting the e before the y in Stacy. H and it's Stacy Hall. H A L L. No. So that's where you can find me. That's my website, and I appreciate you asking. And yeah, uh, I, I love gotta, it, Steph.
0: It I love it. This is this has been fun. I really love it. I really, it's, it's been good. A lot of good gold nuggets in there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe later on down the road, uh, we'll have you back or I'll have you back and we'll do another interview. I would love that on, see what you're up to next or, or how the journey's going or whatever. I know you're going to, I know there's always going to be a next thing, a next level for you. So, so yeah, let's, uh, let's have you back on, on down the road.
1: It would be a blessing and an honor very much. I, in a minute, I would come back. I love it. I
0: love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This is Authority Marketing Edge. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please give us a review and I'll send over the Authority Marketing Guide, the why and how you should be positioning yourself as an authority. Again, thanks for joining us. This is Steph Shinneberry with Authority Marketing Edge.